So laughter's the best medicine. When I was a kid growing up, Reader's Digest was just part of Americana. It wasn't unusual to find Reader's Digest lying around somewhere. You go to a doctor's office, there's going to be a Reader's Digest right beside the Highlights magazine. Uh, go to your grandparents' house, there's going to be a Reader's Digest. And one of the features in Reader's Digest that was really popular, especially with preachers probably, but I, with a lot of people, was this one regular feature called laughter is the best medicine. And um, they got that actually straight from Scripture. In fact, um, more than once, the Bible tells us that laughter and joy is good for our health. Proverbs 15, 13 says, A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. Proverbs 17, 22, A cheerful heart is good medicine. Proverbs 15, 30, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. Now, I always try to be cautious with handling the Bible to make sure we allow figures to be figures and literal to be literal. There's a real danger sometimes um, that Christians like to take things that are figures of speech and make them, kind of force them to be literal. To They think it's making a point, but it actually just erodes um, respectability. Um, and this is one of those proverbs, you know, a cheerful heart is good medicine. That I would say, that's good figure of speech. The point is not, you know, you get a broken leg, laugh, and your leg will heal. You know, you know, get into a car accident and you know, break all the bones in your body and and laugh. You know, and your spleen is going to magically be better, kind of thing. Um, and so I just kind of no. The point here is. You're going to be healthier. It is a good thing for you in general, your spirit, to be joyful. The principle of a joyful heart being for the spirit, something that is much better for the sour heart, is a great principle. However, this is one of those times where I think the truth of Scripture may actually be more literal than we might at first expect. Laughter may literally be good medicine. I was reminded of this recently when I was visiting my sister's house, see, Buffalo, and, um, and she reminded me of Norman Cousins, the story of Norman Cousins. In 1964, Norman Cousins was told by his doctors that he only had a few months to live. He had a rare disease, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, a disease that affected his connecting connective tissues. The doctors told him he had a one in 500 chance, one in 500 chance of survival. Get your house in order. In the words of Marge Ferguson, like she used to say, he was in that position in life where you just don't buy green bananas. Cousins, though, refused to give up. He began to look for alternatives, do the research, and what he discovered was that between the disease and the medicines they had him on, they were actually depleting his body of vitamin C as well as some other things. So he took three actions that were unheard of at the time. Pretty radical. First, he fired his doctor, he left the hospital, and he checked into a hotel. He reasoned that the culture of defeat around him at the hospital had to be detrimental to his health. 
he found a doctor who would work with him and his ideas. After all, he had a 1 in 500 chance to survive. What's there to lose? Second, he began to get injections of massive doses of vitamin C. Third, he collected a bunch of humorous reading material. He actually found a movie projector. Remember, this is 1964. Movie projectors in homes are kind of rare. But he finds this movie projector and a bunch of funny films, Marx Brothers, Candid Camera, anything that would make him laugh. And then he would spend hours, after, hour after hour, reading and laughing, watching movies and laughing. And he didn't just laugh. He laughed so hard that even though he was in constant pain already, he laughed so hard it would actually make his stomach hurt because he was laughing so hard throughout the day. Did his course of action work? Well, nobody can say Absolutely. There's no way to do a pure scientific test of his experience. However, Cousins lived through the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and died in 1990 in Los Angeles, 26 years after doctors told him he had a few months to live, get your house in order. Now, can anyone prove that laughing itself added 26 years to Cousin's life? No, but even if it didn't add years to his life, you know, at least it made his life more joyful, but maybe it did add some time. Now, Cousin's himself would not encourage people to overreact. He knows that his message can be oversimplified and misunderstood. In fact, one time he said, we mustn't regard any of this as a substitute for competent medical attention. He said, but the doctors can only do half the job. The other half is the patient's response to the illness. In other words, the patient has to take responsibility for his own attitude, for his own disposition, avoiding what he would call defeatism and despair, and instead choosing joy. A cheerful heart is good medicine. You know, the Apostle Paul says a similar thing in the New Testament. When he says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always, I'll say it again, rejoice. Now, when Paul makes that statement, he states it as a command. And the thing about a command is God doesn't command us to do things that we're incapable of doing. If we can rejoice in the Lord always, in good times and bad, then, I mean, if that's a command, then that's something that we can choose to do. By the way, research right now is showing that laughter has positive effects on us more than they realized in 1964 when Norm Cousins tried his unique approach. They say laughter act activates the immune system. I'm going to read here. In one study, the physiological response produced by belly laughter was the opposite of what is seen in classical stress, supporting the conclusion that mirthful laughter is a eustress state. 
EU stress, good stress state, a state that produces healthy and positive emotions. It has an effect on endomorphins. It has an effect on decreasing um, uh, negative um, uh, chemicals. Research results, I'm, I'm now reading, research results indicate that after exposure to humor, there is a general increase in activities within the immune system, including an increase in the number and activity levels of natural killer cells that attack viral infection cells and some types of cancer and tumor cells. Second, an increase in activated T cells, T uh, lymphocytes. Uh, there are many T cells that await activation, it says. Laughter appears to tell the immune system, turn it up a notch. There's also an increase in the antibody um, IgA, immunoglobin A, which fights upper respiratory tract insult uh, in infections. And, and finally, an increase in gamma interferon, which tells various components of the immune system to turn on. Now, I'm going to stop there. As I was reading this, the list went on and on and on of the physiological effects, positive physiological effects that laughter has on us. The bottom line is, at least one bottom line, if you read the Bible long enough, you get the idea that maybe the guy who wrote it is the guy who made us and knows how best for us to live. And one thing that he tells us is good and health-giving is joy, laughter. That's why one of the things that we value at New Life is joy, laughter, because God is a God of joy and we should be as well. And maybe there are some positive physiological impacts as well. I got to think, and we preachers talk a lot about developing spiritual disciplines that'll make us more like Christ. You know, you need to read the Bible, you need to pray, you need to be in a small group, you need to serve, you need to tithe, you need to share your faith, all of these spiritual disciplines that make us more like Christ. It occurred to me as I was preparing for this, maybe there's one more that we need to add. The spiritual discipline of joy. Today, find some reasons to laugh. This year, make it a discipline every day to find some reasons to laugh. When given a choice between watching the news or reading something healthy that's going to make you laugh or talking to a friend and finding a reason to laugh or watching a, a good comedy that makes you choose laughter and joy because what does the proverb say? A cheerful heart is good medicine. Good news makes for good health. Heavenly Father, help us to be joyful people. I pray, help us to be more like Christ because we are more joyful than people who don't know Christ. Lord, um, help us to make that a discipline and what a joyful discipline that will be. Through Christ we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us.
Hope you do some laughing today. See you soon.